0: and dave kennedy two guys heading out to hack body mind business and beyond we are here to provide a single source bullshit free guide to understanding your body and how you can live better for longer back again with episode I mean the sixth one that we've done but episode five I guess we're going to say and I feel like we have been back to back with these but I don't know about you but I'm really enjoying just doing them like I'm enjoying the process of just actually doing them and putting the content out and the feedback that we're getting and today obviously we're going to talk about nutrition in Well, a start point in nutrition. Um, So this is going to be point one or part one. Um, And I think basically we're going to just try and cover the basics of nutrition. And then as the sort of episodes go on, we'll get a bit more in detail on it.
1: Yeah. uh, One thing I'll say is I've been really enjoying it too, man. Uh, A lot of fun doing this and uh, a lot of great feedback from you know, folks listening to the podcast and giving us some great questions and things and interactive, you know, this is the, the I think the best part about it is getting the feedback from folks and saying, Hey, this is really helping me out. This is motivating me. This is doing this. Uh, it's been good to kinda see um that, that happened, uh as we've released a podcast and the numbers going up with a lot more folks listening to it. So we must be doing something right. Uh we we didn't bottom out on the, the viewers. Um but we should cal- you know caveat that we are not nutritionists uh in, in any way, shape or form. This is uh you know something that that uh you know is, is well documented, uh is is well researched. Uh it is things that um you know you can use as as ways to structure your life and body and fitness and nutrition and everything else. But you know at the end of the day um, if you have the ability to to speak to a nutritionist or something like that, that that you know specialize in this area, that's always a great thing to do, right? So again, we're not nutritionists, uh, but at the end of the day, we we do know uh, you know what it. What it takes to, to be successful in your journey, whether you want to be super skinny or super big or whatever it ends up being. There's models for everything, and it's really just the science around your body and what you put into it. Uh, but we'll definitely get into that uh, with this podcast. But I'm excited because this is one of my favorite topics. Um, I think it's one of the most important, once you get your mindset down, of I'm going to do this. You know, Nutrition's right there, right? And that's one of the things that I think most people fail to do. They want to supplement. They want something else. It's just we're going to get into it, we're going to talk about that, and uh, this is going to be a great podcast.
0: Yeah, this is your favorite topic. So do you want me to just leave you for an hour and I'll come back at the end and be like, okay, that
1: was it. Catch you next week. Hey, hey, uh, you're the one that that got me the foundation. And I just, you know, (laughs) then I just spend, you know, midnights, you know, studying uh, scientific studies and things. It's funny because I'll
0: I'll wake up obviously super early. I mean, I get up at like half four or five and- I'll message you. So you're obviously still awake from the night before, like doing research. I'm like, I'm just up. Like we're on two different days. This this does not compute with me. Like we're we're, <laughs> we're getting lost in in time here. Um, but yes, so the nutrition because it's such a broad spectrum because there's so much to it. It's probably going to take more than two podcasts to be honest. Because I know you and I will not stick to what we said we were gonna I'm going to do, and we'll just go on total tangents. And I want to try and avoid. Number one, totally berating or bashing any sort of that. And we'll do a separate podcast on that. I want to try and avoid talking about supplementation as much as possible. And I want to give the basics and the fundamentals that you can do to sort of start today without overcomplicating it. Because I think that that tends to be the biggest struggle for people is that there's so much information out there and they just they can read one Google search and then read the next Google search and they're telling them the total opposite things. And I think sort of for me, and I know for you the goal for this is to sort of cut through all that bullshit and just give you actual actionable tips that you can go away and do. And even from, from a bit of feedback on Twitter, you know, one of the biggest struggles people having is just like the direction because they're, they're reading, you know, contradicting posts and, you know, everybody's telling them something different. So hopefully we'll be able to stick to some sort of structure in this. (laughs) but yeah, I want to try and avoid all those things. We maybe will sort of touch on them. But from a nutrition perspective, we just want to basically look at how we can sort of get you started, what you need to focus on, and and how you can do it.
1: Yeah. So, so with that, uh, welcome to the Hacking Your Health podcast <laughs> oh, <yeah>. uh, with... <laughs> I'm Ben Canning. <laughs> And I'm the co-host, Dave Kennedy. <laughs> I figured we should all do introductions. Yes, if you, yeah, yeah well, some we're, some like, we're like
0: five minutes in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 so I'm Nick Hanning, that's Dave, and this is Hacking Your Health. And this tends to be how it goes. Like I, I listened back to the one that we recorded on Monday. I was like, we didn't talk about any
1: of the stuff that we were going to talk about at all. <laughs> but good <laughs> content. Good content. You know? content. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and, and hitting on the, the whole thing of, of nutrition, right? Um, you know, for, for me, it was kind of like an epiphany, uh, when we went through this process early on, right about a year ago, and and you know I've gotten better through time, but I think the biggest thing is is, is understanding, you know how your body works and how everybody's body works. It's it, everybody's body works the same. Now we have variations and differences, and you know uh, different ailments and things that impact us, or you know there's a lot of things that are different in our body, but at the end of the day, it's calories in versus calories out, and Regardless of the diet or the nutrition or whatever you're doing, it's it's calories in versus calories out. Now, it gets more complex than that, right? Um, but at the end of the day, if you can remember, if I eat less calories, I will lose weight. If I eat more calories, I will gain weight. If I eat just enough calories, I will stay my weight. So these are all the the, the basic concepts behind a, a foundational understanding around nutrition, and then you start to you know build what should I be eating for my specific goals that I want to accomplish. And, you know, I think uh, the biggest realization for me, Ben, working with you is that, you know, I'm like, well, the first thing I think I said to you is like, oh, I know I got to stay away from carbs, like, you know, no carbs, you know, I'm going to go all protein and fat, and we're just going to do all carbs, no carbs at all. I'm going to like do zero if I can, you know? And you're like you're you're an effing idiot like that's not that's not what you want to do you're going to feel like shit, and you're going to you know not have any energy and you're not going to want to do the workouts and you're going to have all of these issues like you're like you can do what you want to because obviously you know it's your, your your body but uh i would recommend incorporating carbs and i'll tell you i uh i pound like 300 plus carbs a day now uh you know and 250 grams of protein per day you know try to stay less on fats and so you know These things that you can do to tweak your body and the basics around that and getting your macronutrients, your micronutrients and understanding whole foods and eating, that's all the stuff that, that I, you know, I think we should definitely cover today uh, to help people get a start on this. Because once I understood how my body operates and how these diets just really – again, we're not trying to badmouth diets, you know, but how these diets really jack you up from a long-term success, uh, I think you, know, you really start to have an understanding of what you can do to, to structure a program to be successful in the future.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, there's a couple of sort of directions that we can go with this. And I, I genuinely want to be able to make it as simple as possible. And then we can start to add in the complexities of it after. Um, and I think generally, I mean, again, sort of knowing the demographic and who's listening, you know, it's just like data. It's just like inputting data and having that data and sort of what you do with it will we'll judge how you respond how your body responds and you know the adjustments that you then need to make people often get caught in the trap of like oh yeah I'm tracking my food on my fitness pal, and I'm not you know losing weight and blah 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 but they've been eating the same amount of food for you know six months and like well you've just been doing the same thing for the past six months so no wonder nothing's changed and um, so I think the biggest thing just comes down to having the data and having the information but also adjusting accordingly so on a very Basic, simple, you can start this today, not overcomplicated, don't need to go and calculate anything. The best advice that I can give you is just start tracking your food that you eat. Just literally everything that you eat, put it in some sort of tracking app. I would recommend my Fitness Pal because in my experience, it's the most user-friendly. There are other ones out there, but I don't know anything about them. The Once you then track your food, if you track your food and do that for a two-week period and track how your body responds... And if it responds in the way that you want to, then you're in a good place. And if it doesn't, then you make adjustments. And that is the most basic way that I can give you on that. So, for example, if you track your food and you don't lose weight and your goal is weight loss, then maybe eat 10% less food per day. The following two week period, and just rinse and repeat that without overcomplicating it, without trying to get into any mad science behind it. That is a very basic level on how you get started. I would like to say as well that I know that not everybody's goal is weight loss, and um, so the opposite is true. You know, if your goal is to put on weight and put on muscle, then if you eat a certain amount of calories and you haven't put on any weight in that time period, then you can begin to add calories. Um, and the best way that I can sort of suggest to do that is. In small increments so maybe you know a maximum of 100 calories per day per week so increase your calories by 100 calories each day at an absolute maximum allow your body to sort of catch up and then reassess and then adjust again at the other side of that
1: yeah and that's that's one thing i really appreciated working with you on ben was that you know the the adjustments that we've made over time have been very small over time right you know, 100 calories here, 50 calories here, 100 calories back, 200 calories back, 300 calories back, you know, over a period of weeks or months, you know. And, you know, when we talk about, you know, where I'm at now, I'm at 3,500 calories. You know, when we started, I think I was at like 2,100 calories, right? Um, and, you know, we've gradually built up from there over a year time frame to get to a point to where we understand where my body's at and how I react to certain things based on, you know, me tracking things every day. So what I would recommend for people is that you know if your um, if your goal is weight loss, right? I would recommend uh, weighing yourself every single day and taking your average for that week, okay? Because you're going to have fluctuations up and down, and when you start on counting your calories and, and macronutrients specifically, we'll get into that in a second. Um, Know that the first few weeks are going to be a bit unusual. You may gain weight. You may lose weight. You know, your body reacts very differently when you start changing what you're used to eating on a regular basis. So don't freak out the first or second week. But after that, that's when you start to have a really good understanding, I think, of, of where your calories are at, what you need to do to make adjustments. And you should want to lose – You know, if you want to lose weight, for example um, – you know, it's, it's, it's literally a calorie slash science thing here. Um, you want to lose about one to two pounds a week is about average, right? Three is extreme, but one to two pounds per week is, is about what you're looking for. So if you look at, you know, calculating that, you know, how much does a pound, you know, a pound of fat, you know, how much is a pound of fat, um, um, you know, uh, for calories, you know, and, and so you, you take that, you subtract what you want to lose from a pound of fat perspective, and then you kind of start to add those in. So, you know, it, it's, it's just basically, um, so a, a pound of fat is 3,500 calories, right? Um, so if you want to lose one pound of fat per week, you should be in a 3,500 calorie deficit per week, right? Uh, roughly, you know, it, it's not exact because, you know, uh, the way that you burn certain foods like nuts, for example, um, you know, the, the, f- you know, you you actually burn more calories, you know, you know, doing that versus something else. But in general, that's about where you want to be at. Um, and so, you know, if start off, you know, with counting calories and understanding what your caloric intake is, and then start to, you know, shave off, you know, hundred, two hundred hundred, 200 calories a week to see where you're at and how your body responds to it, to start to get to that weight uh, piece. And if you start incorporating, you know, fitness training, things like that, that's obviously going to increase your, your uh, calorie burn and the amount of calories that your body needs from a regular basis. Um, I don't know if you want to add anything to that before, I, you know, I start getting into the, total daily energy expenditures and, and basal met- metabolic rates and things to that effect.
0: I think, well, an important point to note is that your, the deficit that you create doesn't solely have to come from food. So you're talking about being in a deficit of 3500 calories across the week. You don't necessarily need to do that solely from food. So you can do that from increasing your output. So if you can find things that increase your output per day by 100 calories or 200 calories, then you can balance it out that way. The other thing that i would like to sort of stress and this is where i see a lot of frustration is the more body fat that you have to lose or that you have to lose the quicker it will come off so you'll find that you know the initial couple of weeks it will fly off and you're like oh my god i'm a fucking superhero here like this is easy like why have i not done this before and then it will start to plateau and you know, you'll maybe will go from weeks that you maybe lost five pounds four pounds three pounds. And then you get to the point where you're like, I'm only losing one or I'm only losing 0.5 or whatever. And it literally just comes down to the amount of actual body fat tissue that you have is less. So it's harder to actually get rid of it. And um, so that's just something I would like to caveat that with, because I do see that frustration a lot. And then people start being like, oh, I need to, you know, I need to take my calories down by 500 because this is happening and blah, 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 blah. You need to sort of remember that it, it will take time. And the, I guess the best, the best, Way that i've ever put that back is how long did it take you to get into that situation in the first place don't expect to be out of that situation in a six-week period um but yeah i wouldn't add anything else on that i think from a basic perspective that's pretty much it
1: yeah, that's really important to understand too is you know when we, if you listen to our last podcast you know we talked very heavily on listen it's going to take time to get to this point to get to the point that you want to right um you've spent years you know, neglecting your body or where you're at from a you know calorie perspective and your eating habits and nutrition and things of that effect. And so it's gonna take time to get you to the point to where you know you're you're consistent, you understand your body. I'm at a point now, you know where I know making certain adjustments to my calories or body, and obviously Ben helps a lot with that as well. But um, you know, I, I know where I'm at from an eating perspective and what I need to do. and and I know throughout the day, the things that I need to eat to get to that point, right? So the foods that I eat, um, you know, I know when I'm, I, I, you know, I might go out and eat. So, you know, I might give myself, you know, uh, I, I might need to know, you know, do a little bit more protein throughout the day because I ate a heavy carb type type, you know, lunch or breakfast or something like that because I ate out. So there, there are ways of balancing this as you go through, but you start to get a really good understanding and understand your body, but it really starts with the basics first. And I think when you look at nutrition, it's, it's, about eating for your body, not eating for yourself. Um, and that's really the the difference in the nutritional aspects that you have to change your mind. And that's something that it took me probably four to five months for that switch to really happen in my brain um, because I was eating for myself, right? I'd, I'd want to go and binge on something, you know, food wise. Um, you know, I, I remember talking to you and I'm like, man, I just, I just totally killed this whole box of Wheat Thins, you know, and, uh, and I don't even and know wheat what thins, Wheat and, Thins are. Like these little crackers, you know that uh, that that are just all wheat. They're they're not bad for you, but when you eat a whole box of them, you know it's like a thousand <laughs> calories. So it's not not uh, not the greatest uh, thing for you to do at night. Yeah. Um, and those in do you have do you have Its over there? Tell me you have Cheez-Its. Uh, whats it? We have like cheese puffs. No, nah, man, I gotta send you some Cheez Its, man. Those are like the those are those are uh crackers with like cheese all over them and salt. It's like okay. cheese crackers and salt. It's about as best as it can get, right? <laughs> um So like Cheez Its and wheatens are kinda like my my go-to snack foods. And so I'm more cognizant of when I eat them now, um, you know, just based off of that. But I I, I eat, you know, less for myself and I still enjoy things. You know, I'll still have a cake or something, whatever, but but I, I eat more for that nutritional aspects and staying within my 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 macronutrients in order to really promote and maximize my body potential. And so when we look at that and you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is too much information." Well, here's here's a framework to be successful with, okay? So first and foremost, as Ben mentioned, you got to start counting your calories, okay? Count your calories today. Make that a promise for yourself that, you know, just like you put on your socks and your underwear if you wear underwear, some people don't. Um, you know, if you put on your pants, you put on your shoes, you you know, get coffee in the morning. Those are the things that you've committed to yourself to do. Now, granted, some of those are societal things, right? You know, if you go outside naked, you're probably going to get arrested. I just heard a story, by the way. There was a uh, someone getting pulled over uh, in a cop car uh, on the side of the street, and they were arresting this person. And at the same time, some totally trash lady was driving a golf cart naked, so they arrested her as well. It was like this crazy chaotic scene uh, of a bunch of stuff happening. So don't don't do that. Um, you know, but. You know, understand that that okay, this is a promise to myself. And as long as I'm doing this, I understand where I'm at, and I can make informed decisions about my body and and know which way I need to go. If you're not counting calories, I, I I I don't know. At least for me, I don't feel like I would be successful if I didn't count calories. Now, maybe there's a certain point where I can trust myself in what I'm eating, but I feel like I need to be refined in understanding what I'm putting in my body in order to make decisions on where I need to go next, whether it's bulking up more or doing a cut or whatever it ends up being, I want to be able to, to understand that. So I, I heavily recommend counting calories first and foremost. I'm, I'm just going to make a comment here. People who say that yeah. they don't have the
0: time to count calories or they want to intuitive. It's like
1: 10, 15 eat, seconds. It's a fucking
0: excuse. And that's the reason yeah. they're in this situation that they're in. So, I mean, I don't mean to be harsh, but intuitive eating is a thing. Yes, but genuinely generally it comes from you know years and years of managing your food and counting your calories and having the knowledge like we said the last time like I would know daily how many calories I mean roughly like what I need to do to tick the boxes because I've been doing it for so many years like I know how to fill out my meals with protein fats and carbs and what that looks like throughout the day so if you took my phone off me and I didn't have my fitness pal I think I would be okay but only because I put the time into number yes. one, understand food, how it's made up, what my body needs, what my body feels best on, and just taking the time to actually do that. Sorry, I needed to say yeah. that.
1: <laughs> no, it's 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 so important, right? Because you know, it, it people are like, well, I can't count calories." Well, I'm like, "Well." then you're not going to be successful in your fitness journey because you're not promising yourself of understanding the food that you're putting in your body in the first place. And literally, this is a calories number game. It's a numbers game, period. Your body burns calories. And, and if you're eating too many calories, you gain weight. If you're not eating enough calories, you lose weight. It's as basic as it gets. Now, there are some things that that can negate that. Like um, Ben had mentioned, your body will fight you in certain cases on, uh, and I, and I experienced this with my rapid weight loss, right? There are periods where I drop five, 10, 15 pounds, things are just ridiculous things of weight, you know at a time, and then all of a sudden, I, you know I'd gain four pounds, right? That's your body fighting you. but if you're consistent with it, eventually you'll bl- break through that plateau. you can't do it. Like if you're in a caloric deficit, it is not possible for your body to hold that weight on. It's just not possible. So so if you're still staying with that weight, you're and you're and you're gaining weight, you know, um, after a, a specific period of time where your body's fighting you, you're probably not counting your calories accurately, or you're not in, in enough of, of a deficit, um, to be able to lose that weight. So, so how do you start with this? Okay. First is, is tracking. Number one is tracking your calories period track, make that commitment to yourself today. You know, start by tracking. We'll get into some of the, you know, ba- uh, specifics of that. The second is, is understanding your, your, what's called a, uh, basal metabolic rate and your total daily energy expenditure. OK, these are two really important concepts, your BMR and your TDEE, uh, basal metabolic rate and total daily energy expenditure. So with with BMR, um, what BMR is, is that it's your the, the, the level of calories that you need to live your basic day to day sustainability. So it's your your lowest level possible for you to be able to function as a human. OK, your total daily energy expenditure is how many calories you burn a day based on the activities that you conduct. So if you're just doing calorie counting and you're, you know, 6'4", 220 pounds, you know, whatever, your, your TDE might be something like, you know, 2200, 2100 calories, or just as an example, okay? Um, and so what that means is that based on my level of activity and what I do per day, I burn around 21 to 2200 calories a day on an average basis. So that would mean that if I just stay at 21, 2,200 calories, it would be what we call our maintenance calorie mode, where we can basically maintain the same weight because we're basically taking in as many calories as we're burning. So once you understand your total daily energy expenditure, and we'll talk about how you calculate that, um, you you can understand, hey, do I need to put myself in a little bit of a deficit to lose the weight? Or do I need to put myself in a surplus to gain weight? Um, And when I talk about gaining weight, it could be gaining muscle, you know, and, and, and this is like, we start getting the specifics of this. This is a pain in the absolute ass because there's a, a balance between bulking, but also there, there's a, a still being able to maintain lean you know, a lean form while gaining muscle mass. And that's like the, the delicate balance of things. You can literally stack 4,000 calories a day and build a ton of muscle, but you're going to have this, you know, righteous gut, Um, you know, you're going to, you know, and, and, and a lot of power builders like that, right. They like having the huge, massive arms. They can literally deadlift a thousand pounds, but they have this huge gut. Right. And it's I'm because the calories. <laughs> Yeah, they can't tie their shoes. You know, <laughs> um, you know. For me, I like the tapered, you know, cut look with having muscles. So you know, it's a balance of not having too many calories, but having enough to be able to grow muscle mass and a little bit of byproduct of fat, and then be able to to cut uh, later on down the road. But total daily energy expenditure is where you need to understand where your body is. There now, um, the one that I personally like um, is at Calculator.net. And we'll put this in the show notes. It's it's also in my Medium post that I did, uh, which is the the Hacking Your Health uh, Journey to Living Longer. We'll put that in the show notes. It's actually on the blog uh, site right now. If you go to wehack.health, um, the blog post is there and it lists all of the links for all of this. Um, but that one I found to be pretty darn accurate of where you're at. And there's a lot of other good ones like uh, DadBot Transformation has a TDE Calculator. Um, there's TDECalculator.com. Um, so there's there's a few different uh, ones. The one that I prefer is is Calculator.net, and what you'll need from an information perspective is you need to give it your age, your gender, uh, your height, and your weight. Okay, and then it'll also ask you what your general activity is. So they um, base things off of you know sedentary, which is little or no exercise. Um, exercise the one to three times a week, exercise four to five times a week, daily exercise or intense exercise three to four times a week, intense, intense exercise six to seven times per week, or very intense exercises daily or, or physical job. And so based off of that, we'll, uh, will give you a baseline of, of where you're at, you know, based on that activity level, your height, weight, and age. Um, and then it'll calculate what your your general average around your total daily energy expenditure is, and this is basically what your maintenance mode is, right? What if you just want to stay the same weight? What that will be, and then it'll also give you a um, baseline. So I'm going to input mine into um, it right now. This this will be 90. interesting.
0: I would like to caveat <laughs> this as well. Like it, these tools are are absolutely fantastic, and they will definitely help a lot of people get an understanding of where they are. I like whenever I take a client on board, I don't do like I don't go through any sort of calculation like this. We just basically get a point of where they're at with their calories based on what they're already eating and then I make adjustments around it. So for me this'll be interesting to see what it puts out for you because I obviously know where your calories are at.
1: Yeah. It's 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 definitely gonna be off. Um and, and, and the reason it's off, by the way, is because of my muscle mass, right? Um, you know, and and my objectives of what I want to accomplish. So Right now, at 39 years old, male, 6'4", 222 pounds. I was actually 220 today, which uh, I'm not, not happy about. Um, but uh, uh, 222 pounds. It's saying that my base metabolic rate, my basal metabolic rate um, is 20, uh, twenty twenty-three calories a day. So my, just to live day-to-day, uh, my, ba- basic, my basal metabolic rate will be um, 2,000 calories. Now, this is... Um, The the BMR calculator. So they have a TDE calculator, and then they have a basal metabolic rate uh, calculator as well. So that was the um, BMR calculator. Now, if I go to the uh, TDE calculator, um, what should I put for uh the uh, highest one the highest one all of it's the definitely extra is, it's like, definitely is it like definitely extra act, yeah. is it like extra and then is there a dave
0: bracket because you need to pick <laughs> that one like because I, I was on the call with chris earlier on today and we were talking about like how much you actually do and i said i was laughing that he's training to get to the point where he can actually go and lift weights with you i'm like i'm training to the point where i can go to orange theory and still be able to hold my own beside him and <laughs> um, so in terms of like output perspective completed it yep. whatever the top one is plus one yeah
1: yeah, it's I I th- what I do is insane. And I don't want everybody to say like you need to do this to get to there, right? This is not the case. This is just my drive and passion. It's Ben's drive and passion, but that doesn't mean you have to go and do this, right? Like like uh this weekend I'm such an idiot. I was uh in one of my classes and last year I skipped it because it's just a stupid exercise. Um but uh Orange Theory has this thing called the dry try. And um, there's a half and there's a full half is like half this thing. And then the full is, is of course, what I signed up for because I'm an idiot. And um, and so the full is you have to do a 2000 meter row, which, by the way, is absolutely brutal. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever done a 2000 meter row. It was literally created by Satan. Um, you know, it's it's one of the worst things I've ever experienced before. Like it, it destroys your whole body. But then right after that, so you do a 2000 meter row and then you go right from there it's all timed, so it's all you know based on your PRs and, and timing. You go from right there and you do a three thousand rep weight set. So it's going to be burpee, all all body weight, but it's basically burpees, push ups, sit ups, a lot of burpees, a lot more burpees, and then more burpees. Um, so you got three hundred of those, basically three hundred burpees. Consider it, and then you have to run a five k, which is what three point one miles. Um, and so I'm doing that Sunday at six forty five a.m. Which, by the way, I don't do well with waking up in the morning. So why I decided to do this, I have no idea. My my trainer over there, you know, he's uh his name's his name's Travis. He's like, uh, so who's who's? He's like, hey, who's doing the dry try? I know Davis. I'm like, whoa, 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 He could be calling me out like that. So, of course, I signed up. Um, but uh, but you know, again, my my level of activity is is based off of you know what I enjoy. This is you know this is my therapy. This is my you know home. This is what I enjoy doing. This is you know this is my 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 hobby, right? Um, so you don't have to do that. So for for me. The total daily energy expenditure, which is actually pretty damn accurate, I will say, uh, on this Ben, um, it says the estimated TDE of body weight maintenance energy requirement is thirty eight hundred and forty five calories. So that's pretty accurate. I mean, you know, if you look at where I'm at right now, I we could probably bump it up three hundred, and I would, you know, maybe gain a pound or so a week, maybe. I'm mean, but I'm right now I'm staying at basically maintenance. So I'm at, you know, I say about two twenty two, two twenty one, two twenty, is about where I'm at. So. Um, but it says if you want to do mild weight loss, uh, you want I want to be at 3,500 calories. Um, that's 0.5 pounds a week weight loss. I would be at 3,300 calories for one pound. Extreme weight loss would be 2,800 calories, which I don't even want to think about eating 2,800 calories uh, with with everything. I well, actually, I, I would enjoy that because I feel like I'm eating all the time. But uh, <laughs> uh, two pounds a week, and then um, energy intake to gain weight. It talks about gaining weight, so I'd want to be around 4,000 pounds. i sorry, 4,000 calories. Um, a day for 0.5, 4,300 for one pound, and then fast weight gain for two pounds a week would be 4,800 calories. So, it's not that's not that that's not that far off. Uh, you know but what it, i would what say. you're saying
0: is that I actually know what I'm talking about and everything's going going And <laughs> um,
1: there's a couple of points. Yes, back my thing. trust, my trust, by the way, for you took forever, and I, I, I trust <laughs> you implicitly. So if you're like, "Hey Dave, you need to go to 5,000 calories," I'm like, "I don't understand what's going on, but I'm going to do it anyway." But go ahead. <laughs> Yes. So there's a couple of things that number one, what I would say is we
0: probably will get to the point where you will be at that calorie level, especially sort of with the programming and things that that we're doing at the minute. Your body is going to have those demands for the strength and for the recovery. And even, you know, from a a me perspective, like I did just bump my calories up by a thousand because I knew that the demands that my body would have again from time, I know that my body will be able to handle it. I know how to manage it. So that's totally fine, but. A point that I want to note there is obviously it gives you the different grades based on, you know, moderate to extreme. And I think this again is sometimes where people go wrong and there is no right or wrong. It's just what you believe you can stick to. So there's two ways to look at it. You can either, if you, if the goal is fat loss, you can either create quite a big deficit and try and do it in a shorter space of time. The areas that you will face problems in on that is your energy levels, your sessions might begin to suffer. From my own experience, whenever my calories are super low, I was just an asshole. So if you don't want to be an asshole, I wouldn't recommend it. And the other thing would be how you, like, are you actually able to stick to it? Because again, from my own experience, I can go super low for a very short amount of time, if it's like four weeks. But I know that after that, i just, I will crack and I will be like a crackhead eating whatever the cheese thins or whatever wheat thins that you were talking about, anything that I can get my hands on. Um... So, you know, for that, you know, that would be if we go down the lines of doing a mini cutter stuff, like I know that I can cram that and I know how much time I can give to being on super low calories, but anything beyond that, like it's not sustainable. The other side of it as well is, and this is what I would recommend to the majority of the population is by creating a slightly smaller deficit and doing it over a longer period of time. The reason that I prefer this is because your sessions don't suffer and you actually in a roundabout way will burn more calories because you'll have a better, more intense session, whether it's cardio based or whether it's in the gym or whatever it is. And even down to like the finer details, like if you've ever been in a place where your calories are super low, like fidgeting, like tapping your foot, like whatever sort of things are your sort of ticks, they all start to go because your body just stops doing anything that's, that's wasting energy. So from that perspective, I prefer the, the, the lower, like a, a smaller deficit, because I just think, number one, it's more sustainable. And number two, you can actually get more from it. And there's nothing worse than, you know, your calories being super low and you know you have to go and do this session. And then you come out and you had a shit session, and then you're frustrated and then you get into a negative mindset. Whereas it doesn't have to be that hard. You just, will talk percentage, you know, instead of creating a 20% deficit that's going to be hard for you to stick to and all you're going to think about is eating donuts all day, if you create a 10% deficit where you can manage it, you can still eat donuts because you have the calories to do it and you can have really fucking good training sessions, then that to me is a, you know, that's a setup for success because you can do that long term um, and it doesn't need to be overly restrictive and you don't need to, like, stop rushing it, stop, you know, stop thinking you need to be there right now. You know, it's taking you time to get to wherever you're at now, so accept that it's going to take time to come out the other side of it. And I guess to, just to sort of finish up on that, you know, It it will stay off at that point, you know, what I mean, like anybody who's done that sort of crash diet where they do, you know, six weeks and they eat 800 calories and they're eating, you know, lettuce soup for breakfast at the backside of that, they then put the weight on because it's not something that's sustainable. Whereas if you take the time doing it in a slightly lower deficit, then you have more, you know, you have more control over it. It will take longer. It will become a habit and you won't bounce back the other side of it.
1: Yeah. I think, I think the pendulum can also swing the other direction too. Right. And, and this is where I think most people really fail to recognize. And what was kind of an epiphany to me. What I was always told is you do cardio, you lose weight. Right. But why is that? Well, if you do cardio, you, you are burning more calories. Right. And it's actually interesting. Um, there's a, uh, podcast that they did recently. I'll, I'll have to find the show notes for it. Um, I listened to a bunch of like scientists, uh, you know, neuroscientists from you know, like the Huberman Labs podcast, which we're going to get, on the, we're totally going to get on the podcast uh, hopefully, um, as well as a number of other ones that that folks have, have put me to. And these, you know, these folks go through studies of understanding the human body and brain activity and optimization and everything else. And what was interesting about um, you know some of the areas around uh, uh, fat loss is that there are times where you know, your body will fight you um, in the calories that you do uh, right um, but there's also a lot of science around just the direct impact on weight training uh, for your body and, and healthiness uh, uh, around that so you know it, it's all again calories in versus calories out and the more muscle mass you have the more calories you're going to need right um, so you know because because calories require you know or, I'm sorry muscles require you know uh, energy and calories to be able to sustain and everything else that goes along with that. So if you can incorporate, you know, some some weight training and some basic cardio, and we talk basic, just like ten minutes a day of cardio is fantastic. You know, do some high intensity interval training for ten minutes to get your heart going. That has some great benefits on blood flow, cardiovascular heart, you know, heart uh, health, you know, things like that. You don't have to be murdering yourself via cardio, um, but I'd recommend the the whole weight training aspects of things. And so when you start looking at at that, and you're saying, well, I was always told cardio was the way to go with with this. What what ends up happening is that you you do a ton of cardio and you don't have a good structure around understanding your calories, right? Because you're not counting calories. You don't understand what your total daily energy expenditure is and where you need to be from a deficit or surplus perspective. And then what you end up doing uh, is you overeat. And so you're now, you know, let's just say you burn 700 calories because you just did a super intense hour workout. Okay. Well, you go home and you eat your total daily energy expenditure of 2,300 calories, but your body's so hungry that you pound another extra thousand calories because you're so hungry from the cardio session you did. So now you're, you're well above your, your, your caloric surplus and now you're going to gain weight. So people don't understand why, Hey, why, why am I gaining weight when I'm doing a whole bunch of cardio and I'm doing intermittent fasting? Well, when your time window of intermittent fasting, you're pounding 3000 calories when you should be only eating about 2000, right? So, you know, be small with those increments. Don't starve yourself. Um, But at the same time, don't stuff yourself with, with everything you're doing. And I think it's funny to watch uh, Ben, when you get new people coming into the BC fam, because they're like, I cannot believe I have this much calories to eat. You know, like when you start looking at it, they're like, I, I thought I had to eat 500 calories a day, or I just needed to eat, you know, straight lettuce or just drink, you know, a a smoothie every day. And that was it for my my intake, you know, and, and, and once you start to track calories, you actually get to realize how much food you actually can eat, you know, throughout the day. And when you start looking at whole foods, by the way, which you know, you're you're getting rid of that garbage crackers that I eat all the time, um, or all the other things. You know, you you feel fuller for longer. So, you know, when we talk about whole foods, we're talking about you know single or 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 just a few source ingredient type type foods like chicken, steaks, salmon. You know, things like that, uh, lean pork. Um, you know, from a, from a food perspective, but, you know, fruits, vegetables, all of those things, you know, uh, make a big difference in, in the quantity of food that you eat and the quality as well that ultimately your body uses to regenerate your cells. Yeah. I think the, um, the whole foods thing, you know, again, this is where you can just
0: play about, but then I'm a big fan of not restricting anything at all. And. In my opinion, and you maybe will have heard this a million times over, but you know, 80% whole foods and I would classify those as single source, unprocessed, something that's either been alive or grown on the ground foods. And then 20% party time, like have a cake, have a donut, have whatever you want with that 20%, like enjoy yourself because you can still manage and make progress by having that. And again, you can do that on a daily basis so you can do that on a weekly basis. And... Um, the thing about the increments and the change again, this if this you know, I don't always want to talk about fat loss because I know that that's not everybody's goal. And if we talk about you, you know, trying to increase calories and watching body composition and make sure you don't jeopardize that on the way up, it's just again by doing it in small increments and not totally taking the piss. And one of the biggest things, actually, if we talk about about the group and the the client group, you know. One thing that I notice whenever I start to really increase people's calories is they then start to take the piss with it because they feel like they have the freedom. Do you know what I mean? So especially, uh, you know, whenever they get above a certain amount, they almost lose like reality with calories. Like, oh, I can have this, I can have this, I can have this. And they're not as strict as they may have been. Whenever they were in a deficit and I need to sort of rein them back in and remind them that they can't get yeah. away with that. Cause that's probably what got them in the shitstorm in the first place. And it's, it's a hard one to get your head around. Like when well, I've got all these extra calories, but it doesn't mean that you can take the piss with it. And in, you know, in my opinion and um, in my experience, the margins are far less. And again, to talk about myself, the, if we talk about, you know, the first time that I really went through a proper like cut phase and a proper like prep phase for a shoot, I was down to, I think, I don't know if I've actually had this conversation with you, but I was down to about 1600 calories a day. Reason being is I didn't give myself enough time to prep for the shoot. I reached out to a coach, that guy that I sent UJP, the massive guy with the, oh my gosh, insane, insane. But, um, yeah. So anyway, we had the, we had we had a short time period and I had to be ready because I had the shoot booked and I was going on holiday so the shoot was on the Friday I was going holiday the Monday and um so we were down to 1600 calories a day I was doing 45 minutes of cardio every single morning so I went 45 minutes of cardio before work went to work on my feet all day Um, and then I went back and trained five times a week after that I was an asshole I was a, like not a ice. in my head everybody else was being a dick but it was me on reflection it was me but the reason that I'm bringing this up is you know it's that super restriction to then absolutely going off the rails like I so the shoot was at 7 p.m. on the Friday a couple of my friends we went there for a drink and went there for dinner after and I like it was like nothing I'd ever experienced before I was eating donuts and cake and pop-tarts for my breakfast like I was just everything that I that I had restricted myself I was eating that weekend actually if, if if I scroll back on my phone the the way that my sort of photo album sits is it was a very lean tanned version of myself then you know 20 screenshots of food that I wanted to eat and then another check-in photo and then 20 more like, French toast and stuff like this. Um, but anyway, the reason I'm bringing this up is on the morning of my shoot, I was 80 kilos. So 80 kilos in pounds is 176 pounds. On the morning, so that was the Friday morning, on the morning of... I can't imagine you that that, that Small, well, man, I was crazy. small. That's was, crazy. Yeah, yeah. So on the morning... The Monday morning, so the shoot was on the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the Monday morning I was going on a flight, I weighed myself before, I was 93 kilos, 93 kilos in pounds is 204 pounds. So I had put on, what did I say, 176 there, 28 yeah. pounds in three days. Now, we know <laughs> that I didn't actually put on that amount and that was on digestive food in my system. Yeah. But... To me, that was a lesson in over restricting, not allowing yourself the foods that that you you, you enjoy and you know things that you want to do, um, and genuinely, it, it probably took me, truthfully, my relationship with food, and everything that came off the back of that. It probably took me about a year and a half to two years to fully recover that to get my body back in a place that, you know, yeah. it was processing food properly to get it in a place that it was, you know, it was handling everything and. I sort of got the grips of it again and anybody who's done any sort of like super restrictive or prep for a photo shoot or whatever, they definitely do at some point develop a negative relationship with food. And that is sort of one of the things that spurred me on to with all of you guys to not create that, to not create that restrictive, like, you know, yourself, we'd be on the calls and there's not one thing that you will come to me and say, and and I'll tell you, you can't have it. You know, it's in moderation and you know how much of it you can have but nothing that you can't have because genuinely that fucked me up a lot. Like I was in a real bad way. Actually, I mean, I don't like everything I've ever told this, this story in public. So I was no. flying from Dublin yeah. to Thailand and my flight, I can't remember where my, collecting, my connecting flight was, but basically anyway, I was on the flight Emirates from Dublin to wherever the connecting flight was to then Bangkok. And I think both flights were about seven hours. And I would say probably for six hours of each of those flights, I spent it in the toilet, in the bathroom. Like I couldn't, I, I may as well have not had a seat. Like oh I was in God. the bathroom. Like I was so jacked up. I was so fucked up from the food that I ate. Um, so yeah, wouldn't recommend overly restricted diets or not having the things that you enjoy because you will go off the rails. Sorry, I was a rabbit well, hole I went down.
1: Oh no, it's I first time I've heard that and it sounds horrible. So thank, thanks terrible, for not putting terrible, me through that. Terrible, terrible. terrible. <laughs> Uh, Well, I I think what what you're seeing here is that this is a a moderation thing. This isn't a pendulum swing from a diet perspective where you're cutting out all carbs or you're doing this, you're doing that, right? This is getting an understanding of your body, tracking your calories and putting yourself in a successful program that you can sustain for the rest of your life Um, and, and, and making small tweaks to it. Again, make small incremental adjustments of 100 calories a week or 200 calories a week or something like that. But don't be large with it. Understand what your body is and what you should eat like. I'll give you a perspective of what I eat on a general day. So, you know, again, this is I taking this, me a year to get this, here. I think this
0: will be good because we get, we get asked this quite a lot in terms of like how food's made up and I actually want to put out that if anybody wants to add me on my fitness pal to see what I eat, I'm open to that. Like my diary sharing settings are open. You can come and see what I eat. I'm totally fine yeah, with same that. Here. Um, I can either share it. We can just put it in the show notes. But yes, in terms of a daily basis, I mean, I want to say I would like to know what you eat because I don't really take like I just give you the calories. So let's hear it.
1: Yeah. So I eat uh, six boxes of Wheat Bins and uh, <laughs> nine Jesus. protein bars on a shake. <laughs> nine protein <laughs> bars at a shake. Um, no, listen. So my, you have to understand where where I started from a year ago to where I'm at today is very different, right? And and this, you know, I'll, I'll start off with like where I was kind of at and then where I'm at today because I think understanding you know, the volume that I have to eat today is substantially different than the volume that I had to eat a year ago. Wait until you are um, on 5,000 calories
0: and you complain that you, you have to drink 2,000
1: calories. Dude, I, I struggle with 3,500, man. I'm, I'm like, I'm like I'll, it'll be like six o'clock at night. I'm like, oh my God, I have, <laughs> have 1,500 calories to go. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to have a bowl of cereal. I'm going to eat this. I'm going to eat that. I'm going to have some Greek yogurt. Then I'm going to have some oatmeal. Then I'm going to do that. Um, So for, first and foremost, before I get into what I eat, Um, There are some scientific things to talk about. Again, I'm not a scientist or nutritionist, so this is just what I I learned from, you know, um, most specifically, I heard this on the the Huberman Labs podcast, who's a neuroscientist for PhD. There was a recent peer-reviewed study that came out, uh, very good work, um, that was around when does protein synthesis occur? Um, Traditionally, most folks uh, usually pound a lot of protein at night. In um, a lot of things like casein, for example, which, if you're not familiar, there's different types of proteins. So, you know, you have like whey protein, which you'd see in like a typical protein shakes. So there's also what's called casein, which is more in like cottage cheese. Um, or you can get casein protein shakes, which are basically slow digestion proteins. So, the, the theory behind that was, you know, your body while you're sleeping overnight will, you know, if, it, you want to hit the stages of of right amount of proteins when you have protein synthesis. you can maximize the potential for 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 building muscle. Anyways, a study came out and showed that uh, between basically your your based on your your there's an internal clock that you have in your body. And based on your internal clock, for you, roughly it's around six a m to ten a m of when protein synthesis occurs to its max. So that means you want to have a lot of protein in the morning, typically. Than you do the rest of the day now there's some some exceptions to that you always want to have protein after your workout as well to replenish um you know and you in the whole thing is to try to time it when you can get protein synthesis so you basically want to be eating proteins throughout the day um, to do the But your, your high protein intakes typically want to be in the morning now you don't have to do that um that's just something I, i've really made some adjustments with i used to be more carb centric in the morning with a little bit of protein and then i do heavy proteins in the mid and then the evenings I've since switched that and I go more protein in the morning uh and then uh go more carbohydrates at night than then I do as many uh, as much uh, protein. I'll still do some protein just to ensure I have protein. But um so just to give you an basic idea of what I eat uh, in the morning. So uh so I do orange theory Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, which means I'm doing heavy cardio, high intensity training for an hour in the mornings. And then typically those on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, I'll have a weightlifting session as well. And I do, you know, 15,000, uh steps a day. Uh for for days that I'm not doing Orange Theory, the the diet changes or I shouldn't say the diet the the food intake changes a little bit. So what I'll typically do on Monday uh, high intensity mornings um, is that I I do the high intensity on a fasted stomach, which means I don't uh, have any food in my body whatsoever when I do the initial workout. And there's a lot of studies on that. So based on like level three training, which is you know more of the higher intensity or long term distance ones, in order to get to that fat burning mode that your body actually um, says, hey, I can release this fat, and then when fat is actually transported for energy, um, occurs much lower from a time frame perspective. Usually around thirty-five to forty minutes, um, versus if you're in a um, if you have food in the stomach, which then it ends up being around sixty to to ninety minutes. So, on a fasted state, you can burn more fat um, for sure. Uh, you know, and again, this is all just like little tweaks you learn as you kind of go along. So, hope I'm not losing anybody on this. But, um, so I eat, I eat uh, in the morning. Uh, after I get back from Orange Theory, I will typically eat, and this is pretty standard for for each day. Uh, I usually have uh, a bagel. Uh, I like these blueberry bagels from Dave's. They're all you know whole wheat. Um, and then I th- I put um you know full fat butter on there, none of that margarine crap. Uh, Ben taught me that first and foremost. Uh, I'll usually have a protein shake if I'm on a workout day. If I'm not on a workout day, um, I'll usually do. Uh, two Greek yogurts, um, which are 24 grams of, of protein, and I usually do a banana for quick glycogen restore, simple carbohydrates. So there's a difference between simple, complex, and um, uh, you know proteins and, and fats and things of that effect. So simple, you know, your body can use immediately, basically. Um, and when you burn, when you're doing weightlifting or training, uh, you deplete what are called glycogen stores, which is what your body, your muscles use for energy. And so uh, simple carbohydrates allow for immediate energy. It spikes your, your insulin and uh, allows transportation of, of those carbohydrates, uh, i.e. sugars, uh, directly to uh, your body for immediate use. So if you do heavy training, something like a banana or apple or something like that afterwards can be very beneficial for, for getting your energy levels to stay consistent as you go through. Um, and then I do the, 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 uh, the bagels uh, for more... Uh, complex carbohydrates, which take your body a lot longer, more consistent clean burn uh, throughout the day for maintaining energy levels. Um, then I usually around uh, ten or eleven o'clock, um, I'll have a snack. Uh, it could be some beef jerky, uh, might be uh, cottage cheese, uh, it might be um, uh, Greek yogurt. I eat like a ton of Greek yogurt. My like literally my entire fridge is full of Greek yogurt. Um, and then at lunchtime, I have a full full meal. Um, which is typically, um, you know, I I go from to but they average between five to 800 calories, um, usually a big protein source. So usually 40, uh, grams of protein in that meal. So usually, you know, like a a chicken breast steak, uh, you know, lean pork, uh, things to that effect. Um, one thing I didn't know is if you get a 12 ounce filet, it's 90 grams of protein. Uh, I thought that was pretty, pretty incredible. So (laughs) it's also a lot to eat. Um, (laughs) Then, then a couple hours later, um, I usually have another snack. Uh, that might be, you know, some wheat thins, some pretzels, um, as well as maybe another, you know, thing of cottage cheese or whatnot. And then dinner, I have a full dinner. Uh, at night, I'll typically have a bowl of cereal. Uh, with some milk. It doesn't matter what the cereal is. Sometimes I do Lucky Charms, which people are like, "Well, I can't believe you eat Lucky Charms." Well, it doesn't matter. Honestly, it's still within my macro breakdowns. Sugar makes it's still- you
0: fat. Dave. sugar makes you fat. Sugar produce. makes you fat. It
1: makes you fat, man. So I don't know. It's not working for me for some reason. But uh, it's it within my calorie intake, right? And it's the carbohydrates that I need to to ensure. And at nighttime, uh, carbohydrates help me sleep. So I usually do like you know a cereal, um, you know, with uh, two Greek yogurts. And then if um, you know later at night if I'm still kind of hungry I'll throw in um, some oats uh, oatmeal uh, as a as a kind of a, a good night snack uh, for me uh, but that's that's basically and that equates to about my 3,500 calorie mark and then you know when you look at protein I'm trying to get around 250 grams of protein and from a carbohydrate you know my, my goal is to keep you know fat below 100 grams you know per for fat so I try to get more in like the 70 to, to 60 grams of fat. Um, you know, as kind of my base average and then, uh, you know, carbohydrates as many as I want that fits within that 3,500 calorie mark. Right. So, you know, I, at times I'm at, you know, 300, 340 grams of, of carbohydrates, uh, and I'm at 250 grams of protein. So, you know, these, these calculations are based on, you know, again, a year of, of messing with me. But when I first started, you know, I would go to bed I'm like, dude, I don't know how I can even get 150 grams of protein. Well, eat whole foods, you know, supplement with the protein shake if you need to um you know you can uh do you know two scoops of protein which is you know anywhere between 40 to 50 grams of a protein uh, some people say hey you should only do 24 at a sitting i there's still not a lot of studies on that um you know i i think 50 grams of protein is is fine in one sitting um and so you know you 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 can supplement as needed but try to get most of your stuff through whole foods i might have a snack a, a protein bar if i'm really struggling you know during the day but you know it, you can get those calories in you can break them down in a way that is efficient for your body and for me, when I started, um, 40% protein, 40% carbohydrates, um, and 20% uh, fat is basically the margins that I used to work on. Or 35% carbohydrates, 25% fat um, is typically how I broke everything down. And that's how I kind of you know structured my, my foods and what I eat. Good. I mean, we eat the same amount of calories, but it sounds like you eat a lot
0: more food than I do, which is actually a good, <laughs> which is actually a valid point to note. But there's a couple of things I want to sort of touch on first. Obviously, you've given, you know, your specific macro breakdown. Now, you do not need to go into that level of detail for anybody who's listening, but the way that I would work it out if you did ask me was obviously, we look at your total calories, <clears throat> we look at your protein, then we look at your fats se- separate, and then your carbs make up the remainder. So, protein and fats are actually essential. Protein, like I said, if we are going to go 250 grams, we multiply that by four, which is the calorie count. Like you said, you want to have I the the fat thing is just a preference for me that I know that my body responds better on lower fats. I know that other people don't may respond better on higher fats. I know that if I keep my fats below 60 grams, I feel better. So 60 grams by nine. So it's nine calories per gram is 540 so then basically what you do is you take your total calories and you take the calories from protein the calories from fats and then the remainder is your calories from carbs which you then divide by four and that gives you your grams i just know that there was a couple of people who um on twitter that were asking how to do the the full macro breakdown and i'll put that in the show notes as well the other point as well is you're talking about the protein thing and you know i like protein too
1: (laughs) i think the uh the- protein, protein. Yeah. My kids, my kids. Every time when I, I have a protein shake, they're like protein. You know, I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, by the way, there's a Subway commercial. Look up Subway protein. It's one of the best commercials ever made. It's the gif. <laughs> it's the gif. It, it, that's my my favorite gif. Um, so good. This
0: the protein conversation I have all day, every day, every day. Somebody has come to me and they struggle to hit the protein goal, um which I get, I understand. And the the best sort of Tip that I've had from this, and I heard again from Matt, he said that if you look at your plate, generally, the portion sizes are going to be quite heavy carbs, small protein, and then the rest like veg and fat and whatever else. If you simply half the amount of carbs that you eat and double the amount of protein you eat, it's going to be the same amount of calories, but then you're going to definitely hit your protein target. And again, on a very basic level, that's the way to do it. A couple of other tips in terms of... <laughs> I mean, this maybe sounds harsh, but whenever I used to work on the gym floor and the girls used to come in to me and they're like, I can't have my protein. Well, I'm like, right, well, what's your target? And like, right, 130 grams. Like, what are you getting? Like 100 grams. And I go, eat 30 more grams of protein. Like, look at me and I'm like, okay, well, if I told you to, you know, run a kilometer and you'd run 700 meters, what would you do? And they're like, run another 300 meters. And I was like, well, just eat another 30 grams of protein. Like, it's not that that complicated. (laughs) But uh, I've realized that I've maybe grown up since then and it's not just as easy as that. But hacks on... How to improve or how to increase your protein intake. Let's start with breakfast. Okay. So with my breakfast, I have eaten four eggs in some capacity, whether they're boiled, fried, omelet, scrambled for the past six years. I've had at least four eggs. Did I ever tell you the story about the coach that I had who, who made me eat eight eggs every morning and an avocado?
1: Uh, Have head. you ever tried to eat eight eggs? Like, I was like, honey. I'm, not, I'm not a huge egg fan personally, man. So, my, my diet does not consist much of eggs. I can't imagine. Eight, even, eight like, eggs, five eggs and a full avocado is oh, like 1,100 1, calories. I hate avocado. That is like walking boogers right there. So, that <laughs> ain't going to be me. <laughs> so, anyway, th- at least four eggs every day for the
0: past. I don't know, forever, to the point that I used to get recognized as the egg guy, the guy that does the fried eggs in the morning on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, that was me. What a way to be known. But anyway, so four eggs. And if you <laughs> need to increase on in that meal, look at egg whites. So lower in calories and just basically protein, you can either just get them from actual eggs and just. Get rid of the yolk or you can buy liquid egg whites and add it to whatever you're doing. And um, what I started doing at the minute since I've increased my calories is getting like just a packet of ham or pastrami or, you know, turkey or whatever and just eating like a hundred grams of that. Cause that's going to give you an additional 20, 25 grams. Um, so that's breakfast covered. Obviously you obviously mentioned shakes. Don't be afraid to supplement with a decent whey protein. Yeah. I would say I would get at least. 70 grams of my total intake of protein from whey protein if it's a training day. So I'll have whey protein in my oats and then I'll have a, a post workout shake. Then other things to yeah. look at is, you know, the, it's the double your protein sourcing. So instead of having the packets of prawns that I get are, they have to say shrimp. So the same thing you know what prawns are shrimp and no, our prawns okay, are shrimp. Yeah, shrimp. Oh, whatever shrimp. um they're like 130 grams i just eat two packets of those which is like 56 grams of protein so i'm basically just doubling everything that that i get another point that i like a tip that i picked up on is you're talking about greek yogurt put a scoop of whey protein in that as well so generally the greek yogurts that i would recommend over here they're about 10 grams of protein per 100 grams so if you 200 grams of that's going to be 20 grams of protein. If you throw a scoop of protein in that, you could take it up to 40 easily. And it's not like a lot more food volume. Um, mm-hmm. and it's just about being mindful of the protein sources for each meal. So if you literally look at, you know, your total grams of protein for the day and how many meals you eat and then just break it up into that. So if you eat four meals a day and you're trying to eat 200 grams of protein, try and get 50 grams of protein per each meal. Um, yeah. and that's, you know, that's the simplest way to look at it. Um, in terms of how my food is made up like a daily basis, I'll have eggs and some sort of pack of chicken, turkey, whatever. And it's actually interesting that you said about the carbs, because this this comes down to us continuously wanting to be better. Because anybody who's listened to all these podcasts in a row, two, three podcasts ago, you were saying that you had carbs in the morning. And now that you've done that research or now that you've listened to that podcast and done research, you actually find that, you know, maybe it's better or you find it better not to. So that's just the continued evolution of, you know, us trying to optimize everything that we're doing. And I realized that, you know, we're probably, like, oh, we're definitely an extreme on a scale. So, you know, it's just a case of like 1% better at this point. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the eggs in the morning with some sort of, like I said, pastrami, ham, turkey, something like that, throw it in the on, just eat it out of the packet, whatever. Then my next meal will be my pre-training meal and again for the past six seven years i've had some amount of oats usually like 70 80 grams um, and then two scoops of protein which gives me 40 to 50 grams of of protein then i would always have some sort of intro workout protein and carb that we'll talk about at a different time when we do a supplements podcast because that's a total shit show rabbit hole that we don't have time for today then post-workout um generally i'll have a shake and some sort of cereal. So we have Cocoa Pops over here. I know you don't have them. I'll actually send you a box because they'll change your life. Um, and I have those post I would also like to mention as well that I was joking about sugar making you fat. There is no one thing or one food or one yeah. macro that makes you fat. It's over consumption of calories over time that makes you gain 100%. fat tissue. Then after that, I will have a uh, proper meal, so I'll have the prawns and rice meals so I'll have you know, maybe 250 grams of prawns, 260 grams of prawns and a bag of rice, and then I'll finish off the day with some sort of chicken or mince or whatever with potatoes or pasta or something like that to finish off the calories. Um, and it's pretty much samey. The only thing that really changes is on my days that I don't train, I don't have my post-workout meal. I still eat the same oats meal. I obviously just don't have it pre-workout because I don't train, but I still have that meal during the day. Um, And generally, I'll throw some fruit, some dark chocolate and something else on that to sort of bring the calories up. And that's generally how my food sits. And now I'll eat, you know, a 2,500 calorie Five Guys at the weekend because, you know, we have to have burgers.
1: Burgers are amazing. <laughs> I love burgers, but I got an extra patty, uh. so
0: I got a triple patty. So that's in protein. You know what I mean? Like how many grams? <laughs> there
1: was like hundred grams of protein in that
0: meal. I'm like two thousand five hundred calories, but I got hundred grams of protein.
1: Ben, ben sends pictures for us on the weekend of uh, like things that he'll eat sometimes, and uh, this is at like Five Guys in a head. He had a, you know, so that was a bit deceiving. I was a little pissed because like I thought you were just talking about the burger. Now you didn't say there was a shake there. I was like, well, you, you know, I'm just I looking at the burger, and I was spot on on the burger calories, um, but because uh, I googled it and then cheated. But uh, the, I didn't realize I there was. A, there I'm, there not was a a, shake. I'm not a competitive person, but I'm mad that I didn't get the calories right in the group chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. Um, you know, listen to your body. You know, ultimately, our, our goal of this right is, you know, if you look go, go back to the mindset episode, is we want to feel good about ourselves. You know how we look. Um, but also we want to feel good, um, you know, physically, right? Mental clarity, everything else that comes along with that. So as you're going and in, in kind of understanding this, you know, tweak yourself based off of how you feel. So one of the things that, that Ben will track as part of the weekly trackers, which I really like, um, is he'll get into how are you feeling that day? Is there any emotional stress? Is there any other things that are going on? How did you feel in general? If you track that daily, um, you can really start to see, hey, you know, this day I felt like total shit. Because, you know, I I didn't eat any carbs or I ate too many carbs or I didn't get enough fats, you know, so, you know, understand your body, what's good for your digestive tract, your digestive stress, everything else that comes along with it, and kind of, you know, tweak it and, and, and become a master of your own body based off of how well you do based on certain things. For me, again, carbohydrates and protein, I feel... Amazing the whole day. I have energy, consistency throughout the entire day. I can do two workouts. You typically want to space if you're doing high um, intensity interval training. you Want to space it uh, roughly between six to eight hours in between so that you don't diminish your weightlifting train uh, weight training. So I usually do on on ordinary days. I'll do you know hit training in the morning. I'll do uh, lifting in the evening. So you know you you want to maximize your potential and body uh, based off of how you feel. And it's all about how you feel. That that's it, right? So just to recap, because I know we're coming to the hour mark here. And we're going to do another podcast on this. Trust me, we just started uh, the tip of the iceberg. So if you're if you're just like, what the hell did these two guys just talk about for the past hour? Listen, I think, go for to charity, Canada, I think
0: maybe one day for charity, we should do a 24 hour podcast and just do it, like try and raise some money for charity. Cause I think we could do we it. No That'd problem.
1: Oh yeah. Get some guests on, do it. Absolutely. Okay. We, we let's, absolutely can
0: Speak to Chris. Uh, I
1: hate, dude. I, I barely made it through this bachelor party this Saturday. I was like nine o'clock and I wanted to go to bed. So, but we'll, <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it. Um. But listen. Starting off, go to calculator.net. Um, look up the TDE calculator. Uh, put in your information and and understand what your total daily energy expenditure is. If you want to lose weight, you know, subtract you know a few hundred calories a week to see how you do with that, how your body responds to it, how you feel. Um, start counting your calories, obviously, and start to incorporate weight training and some maybe lo- some some low levels of 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 cardiovascular type type exercises like you know sprinting, you know, uh, hit, hit training or high intensity interval training is basically. You know, sprint until you feel like you're going to puke, then stop for a few minutes, and then sprint again until you think you're going to puke, and then stop for a few minutes. You know, that probably sounds horrible. It's not as bad as that. I don't actually feel like I'm going to puke each time, but just like ramp your heart rate up, then come back down, ramp your heart rate up, and come back down. Do that for like ten minutes. Um, you know, a day is is fantastic. You know, do it like you know twice a week, three times a week, or before you. Uh, use it as your warm up for your, your lifting, your training, you know, uh, getting heart rates up shows uh, a, a much increased performance around uh, weight training and then start incorporating some of your weight training aspects. I think those are all things that will make you successful. And then again, make small tweaks as you go along, get your food down, get your macronutrients down. So your carbohydrates are your energy. Your fat is kind of the oil for your body. Um, the problem with fat is that it has unlimited stores. So that's why obviously we see, you know, obese people and people with fat and everything else, your body will just continuously pack it on if you're in a caloric surplus. Um, and same thing for for you know proteins and, and carbohydrates can can convert into fats as well. Um, if you're eating too much of those and you're not doing exercising and burning those calories based off of being in a calorie surplus, um, protein is is how mu- muscle synthesis occurs. Proteins are broken down into amino acids, which then you know um, basically create uh, if you're familiar with the mRNA stuff with the vaccines. Uh, MRNAs are basically blueprints for your body to to build stuff. And there's actually mRNA for building. Uh, your muscles after a specific thing. So there's basically chemicals that get released when you tear or put your muscles under stress. It creates a, a, a mRNA blueprint that we need to basically repair these and build them stronger. Um, and you know amino acids are used, which are broken down from proteins in order to replenish those, so um you know protein is used for muscle synthesis uh, synth- protein synthesis and hypertrophy for growing muscle mass, and you know there are two different types of mu- muscle fibers which break you know into strength and growth. We'll get into all that stuff. You don't need to worry about that now. Just get the percentages down, maybe start with like forty percent protein thirty five percent carbs. 25% uh, fat. There's a lot of great studies out there on heavy protein centric diets and, and their impact on um, fighting obesity. There are obviously when you're eating really high volumes of uh, protein could be some uh, kidney or liver issues uh, with that. But I, you know, again, monitor that if you're getting blood work done, but um, that's really long-term stuff. Most people, if you're in the you know, 200 to 250 calories, it's not going to be a big deal for you at all. Or sorry, I'm sorry, 200, 250 uh, grams of protein. So just start off small, get your total daily energy expenditure, put yourself in a deficit, monitor that, incorporate some cardio training, some walking, and some weight training, and believe me, this is a recipes for success that you can sustain. Mike Trump, I guess
0: I you said that you know we wanted to wrap up and not overcomplicate it, and then just went on a total tangent. But I want to finish with two tips that you can give of things that you struggled with and how you over you have overcome them because. I can give out all the tips of the day, but I'm not speaking from, I've actually done this in in terms of experience. So in the past year, from a coaching perspective and everything that we've achieved, two things that you genuinely really struggled with and how you overcame them that will help people.
1: Yeah. uh, Picking yourself up after overeating is number one, right? And that's in the mindset one. If you get into the mindset and lifestyle podcast, we talked about that heavily. I think that was my biggest struggles is that you know, i don't I didn't have trust in myself to be successful in this program. So when I would overeat and go above my macro counts, I would feel like I just went back six months uh, and know that it's just one day. Again, one day you can move forward with it. Um, I also think understanding the types of food I eat and really paying attention to, like, um, serving sizes and understanding, you know, portion sizes and things to that effect. I don't measure my food. I probably should, but I'm pretty accurate with what I eat because, you know, I get packaged meals and things to that effect. But if you're prepping food or, you know, if something like Tavala or HelloFresh or those types of things, you know, the whole serving size and calories are already labeled on there. So if you're eating those, most restaurants have calories, um, you know, associated to them. I think the biggest thing for me was uh the night snacking that I had a tough time with. um you know, I'd go down and I'd play some video games you know and be my relaxing time with some friends and I'd just polish off an entire box of Wheat Thins. and then the next morning I you know I'd be six pounds heavier, which it really wasn't six pounds it was you know six pounds of Wheat Thins literally sitting in my stomach um it's like literally if that box if that box weighs a pound and you eat that whole box. You're gonna weigh about you know a pound the next day because it doesn't just magically disappear, right? It's got to go somewhere, right? Um, and so you're either peeing it out or pooping it out or whatever it ends up being. We could, we'll get into the bowel movements here. I you know I feel like uh, I, I my my I, my uh, septic system wasn't designed for me eating 3,500 calories, but um, <laughs> when we get into when we get into some of those areas. I think uh, just knowing the type of food I was putting in. And getting refined with my macronutrients and understanding um, the calories, the uh, nutrients themselves, and we'll get into micronutrients as well. I think that's an important topic um, because you know when you start getting into optimization and things that that you know your body uses from a chemical perspective with vitamins and everything else, um, those are also very important. And again, if you're eating whole foods, you're probably looking pretty good. And then supplementation is basically, hey, we want to increase it one percent or something like that. Although I say the the big exception to rules, creatine, uh, one of the best studied uh, supplements. I'd heavily recommend that. Uh, but anything else is just adding onto whatever the amount of shit that i put in my you know the, the vitamins that i get. there's no reason for me to do it it's just i, I feel like i'm doing something crazy i don't i don't know but uh it, we both are that same way um but we'll get into that but i think those are the, the main struggles that i had just know that you know start off small get the cal- uh tracking down and and again don't do not miss putting in your calories do not miss it That is, that is your promise to yourself that today, that's the framework for everything, right? That's the foundation that you're building your house off of. Count those damn calories. Make that time. I think with that,
0: be fucking honest with yourself. Don't be like, oh, you know, I'll just eat, you know, this half a donut here. I'll not track it because it was only half a donut. I'm like, track everything because. Just because you didn't track it in my fitness pal doesn't mean that you didn't consume the calories. So be honest with yourself. It comes down to that that same, you know, conversation that we had in the lifestyle one. Have an honest conversation with yourself. It, are the choices that you're making nutritionally in line with the goals and the person that you want to become? And just fucking be honest with yourself. Like you're not letting anybody with yourself. Like, you know, whether you are are tracking, it doesn't make any difference to me. It just will, you know, hinder your progress. So be honest with yourself, track all your food. Be honest. And if you need any more advice on any sort of nutrition, just obviously shoot us a message. How's the yep. Discord server coming?
1: It's done. It's done. Actually, it's ready to go now. So we are I think we're going to release it tomorrow. Well, the, you know, this podcast is being released on Tuesday, so next week. But we're going to be releasing it tomorrow uh, to the public. So I got all the permissions all set. Uh, we're ready to go. And so we're basically creating a a Discord uh, channel where we can, you know, take in feedback for questions, you know, maybe do some fun events, you know, keep everybody motivated, really try to create that atmosphere that I think, um, you know, Ben has been successfully able to do with with the BC family, you know, community, um, you know, structure something very similar where we're all working together positively. Men, women, everybody welcome. Please, you know, share your experiences, your struggles, you know, help people lift you up. This, this, this community support thing really helped me uh, hold me accountable. So join our Discord server. Uh, here, to, hopefully, by Tuesday, it'll be released. So join our Discord server right now. Um, and, uh, and, uh, share you know, the podcast uh, you know. with one person as well. Cause this is
0: something that I often overlook. Like I listen to podcasts all the time and now I have started sharing them like with you and everybody else. But if you know someone that will benefit from any of the episodes that you've listened to up to this point, share it with them. Cause I would appreciate it and Dave would appreciate it
1: absolutely i mean, and, and maybe you'll change somebody's life for the positive where they're able to live longer not to get all morbid here at the very end but uh, i just had a friend pass away today uh from health issues his name was glenn i uh, knew him really well from derby a Con, uh, conference that i ran uh in security just one of the most positive you know uplifting people um and and you know we don't know the direct causes but he said he wasn't feeling great friday and he's you know he was morbidly obese didn't take care of himself had a slew of health issues um and you know unfortunately passed away today uh and and that's a shame right you know he was just a bright energetic positive amazing individual kind spirit and uh you know he's no longer here now and uh so if you know you know this may change somebody's life if you send it to him you know and it could
0: literally and you know not to be extreme but it could literally save someone's life and i know that is an extreme but you know it doesn't need to be a massive change for someone and Just simply by starting, like you could genuinely, literally save someone's life. Yeah.
1: Well, on that note, it wasn't the the most positive, but uh, hey, hey, we had a great podcast. I love this one. I love nutrition. We'll have a second podcast. We're going to break this down into two to get into some more of the complex things around nutrition. Hopefully you followed us again. Calculator at net TDE calculator calculate your 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 total daily energy expenditure. Put yourself in a deficit or surplus based off you want to do. Incorporate some weight training if you can. Uh, you know it can be just be body weight thing like that. Push ups, sit ups, crunches, push ups, pull ups, whatever you end up doing. Um, you know get yourself into a regiment where you're doing at least you know just try doing it twice a week. You know get some steps in, get 10,000 steps in a day. Uh, do some hit training, 10 minutes. You can do anything for 10 minutes. Come on, um, get just do those things. Count your calories. And man, I can't wait to see where you're at uh, in a year uh, because it's going to be incredible. Uh, I guarantee you, if you do those steps, all right. I feel like we're at the point where, like, no, you hang up, no, you hang up, <laughs> oh, you hang up, no, you hang up. All
0: <laughs> yeah, no, right, thanks, and I'll catch you next time. Thanks, everybody. Take care.